Welcome to the Power Kid Podcast, the premier and longest running podcast focused on the modern toy and entertainment industry. Power Kid is an award-winning design and development firm, and we are a proud member of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. Adventure Media is the publisher of your favorite industry publications, including The Toy Book, The Toy Insider, and The Pop Insider. I am your host, Phil Albritton, and I bring you great conversations with talented people making amazing products for kids. Toys, books, games, TV, movies, I bring them to you here every episode. Welcome aboard. Hello, 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 Power Kids, and welcome to another Power Kid podcast. Guys, I come on here every week and I say thank you for joining us for these great conversations. I have great guests talking about the things that they make for kids and families, and today is no exception. Super excited to have Lee Parkhurst on the line. Let me introduce you to Lee. Lee is the Senior Brand Marketing Manager for Educational Insights. He is one of the most energetic toy industry professionals I know, and he is passionate about bringing the best products to families. Lee is here to talk about his experience in the toy industry and some of the great products from Educational Insights, including Play Foam and Pluffle, RD3000, and the Sneaky Snacky Squirrel game. It's going to be a great show. Lee, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Phil. It's awesome to be here, and I'm such a big fan of the podcast, so it's nice to be a part of the party. Wonderful. So fun to have a listener on the podcast. Uh, And so, you know, the drill every episode, I ask you to step back in time. How did you become involved in the toy and game industry? Goodness gracious. Well, you know, it was definitely um, something that's been near and dear to my heart. I've always been a kid at heart. Um, I was a huge toy collector as a child, big game player, um, but actually found myself in the technology industry after college and worked for some startups and did all sorts of fun pitching and all that kind of thing in the in the tech world. And one day my phone rang and I got a call from somebody who had like a boutique agency handling digital marketing for a really unique industry. Wasn't sure if I would be into it or not. And she told me it was the toy industry. And I literally said, tell me where to sign up. This is my dream. <laughs> my dream come true. You know, I, I grew up on movies like Big and said to myself, like, now that's the kind of job I could do when I grew up. Um, and here we are today where I have the big Zoltar poster in my office looking over me, reminding me of, you know, that energy that I felt when I was a kid. And I said, I want to do that. And now every time I sit in this chair and do what I do here at Educational Insights, I, um, I'm always very grateful and very, very blessed to be in this industry. A dream come true for sure. What did you collect when you were younger? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids was my number one obsession, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of funny because I ended up one of my first big toy gigs was supporting the Cabbage Patch Kids line. So I always felt a little guilty. You had to hide your cards, right? (laughs) Right, right. Um, And um, nerdily right now in my adult collecting years, I've really gotten into some of my favorite stuff from like 80s TV um, including the original 1986 Matchbox playset of Pee Wee's Playhouse with all the action figures. Wow. That that's I may incredible. or may not have in my office right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, we have some of the most fun offices uh, of anyone. I mean, just just the, you know, the, the stuff that we have laying around in the toy industry in our offices. Oh, yeah. As soon as you walk into the, the entire office at Educational Insights is so fun, so playful. Um, you know, there's a huge thing that says this is where the fun stuff happens. So, you know, right as soon as you walk into the door, you're going to feel that Educational Insights fun vibe of all the playfulness and all of our cute characters and all the great stuff that we do. So it's a it's buzzing with fun and, and cuteness and yeah, hilarious. It's awesome here. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. So tell us about educational insights. What makes you guys unique? You are the senior brand marketing manager. What makes your environment, your culture so mm. unique with items mm. like play foam, RD 3000, uh, the sneaky snacky squirrel game that everybody knows mm-hmm. and loves. What is it about educational insights that really sets you guys apart? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think it's it's a few things. I think it's um, how we got our start back in 1962, literally from a couple of parents that just wanted to help their kids do better in school. Hmm. So they started coming out with these products um, that made learning fun, right? And I know that's kind of a cliche saying of, oh, let's make it learning fun. But I feel like educational insights kind of goes up above and beyond that just being fun, but purposeful and helpful and literally designed for kids, not only the way that they think and the way that they like to learn. Um, we've got a really cute like talking globe um, featuring the voice of Bindi Irwin that came out last year. That's really fun. And, and it has silly ways of learning, right? Instead of explaining stuff in distance and miles, it has distance in, you know, how many hundreds of thousands bananas, because that nice. makes sense to a kid, right? So I feel like our product development team here really goes above and beyond to really understand not only how kids can learn and really ingest information um, in a playful way, but making things for their size and their hands and being really mindful of, you know, making this the best experience for kids. Uh, we have a couple of telescopes and microscopes that, you know, their field of vision is much smaller than ours, right? Kids have a smaller head than most adults and their their eyes are a certain distance apart. So we've created, you know, the pulpary distance on our products are a little bit different. And sometimes as adults, we look into them, it doesn't seem the same way that we would have if we had kids faced eyes. So really trying to like understand the differences between, you know, some of these products that we make, they're not for us. They're not for adults. They're just for kids. They're kid powered and they're for the kid to empower them and really kind of inspire you know, whatever it is, their passion out there. We want to be the place of discovery. And the phrase educational insights is, you know, an insight is that moment where the spark happens. And that's what we're all about is creating products that create that spark moment in a kid that says, aha, you know, the way that I did, or maybe you did Phil, when we were little of like, that's what I'm interested in. That's what I want to do. I want to find more about that. That's that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And the, and the insight is, Kids learn differently than adults do. Kids see the world differently than adults do. And and you guys are focused. And I love that heart. I love to hear that, that you're focused on the child specifically. How how are their brains working? How are they going to perceive this product? Super, super important. And another big part of that, too, is just kind of affirming mom and dad's parenting that they're already doing so great and giving them the tools to keep that happening. You know, Mm. kids are learning in schools just fine, but when they come home, you know, the learning continues every moment of every day for every kid. We're sponges, all of us, you know, kids young and old, we're sponges to absorb. Um, And we want to work with moms and dads to make sure that they feel confident in having products that aren't overwhelming to them, that they can understand and easily translate to their kids. That's why, like, I know you had mentioned our 
amazing coding robot, RD3000, which is we spent so much time, not only in the research and development of how this was going to work for the kids, but from the marketing team, we spent almost an entire year talking about how we can make mom and dad feel confident to buy this product. And a lot of that work was done through influencers, actually. So like, you know, trying to figure out ways that we can connect our message to empower and inspire the people who are buying the products to make them feel comfortable and confident because half of the products that, you know, any of the toy industry is selling is, you know, the parents involved at some level. Um, And if they have any kind of hesitation to something new or something outside of their education or their realm of knowledge, you know, we need to make sure they feel empowered to make that choice that they can get that new technology for their kid and feel empowered to be able to help their child with that. Um, And, you know, maybe they'll even learn something themselves. Absolutely. And to put your money where your mouth is, one thing that I noticed on your website is the Beyond the Toy Chest blog that seems positioned uh, to really help mom and dad figure all this out, give them tips on parenting and, and education and, and helping their children along. So again, just the heart that comes through in something like the Beyond the Toy Chest blog on your website that, yes, you're here for the kids, but you're here for the whole family. Oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And we see the cutest stuff too online. There's something that's so wonderful about social media, not only for us to like get our messages out into the world, but to hear the messages come back. We've been able to connect with so many fans and friends of, you know, there's, we got the other day was a, you talked about our sneaky snacky squirrel game, which is a preschool game that um, uses some fine motor skills and color learning, but it's a really fun game. And Adults don't have the upper hand because it's absolutely random. You could lose to a three-year-old and really embarrass yourself. It's It's awesome. Um, But we get pictures of literally generations sitting together, grandma, you know, mom, baby, kid, you know, the whole family getting together. Cats often are featured in a lot of the pictures that we see, literally fur baby family too. So it's really cool to see our products in the world and people showing us how much fun they're having. Um, It's really touching. We've got pictures like that all, all over our office that really keep us really inspired to keep doing what we do. Amazing. What, what are some of the best experiences of, of your career? You are no stranger to QVC. <laughs> and I think my listeners would love to hear a walkthrough of that experience. What happens before? What happens while the lights are on and you're in the spotlight on QVC, pitching the product, playing with the product and uh, and watching those sales roll in? Uh, oh tell God. us about that. What an what an, a dream come true. Right. So um, I will say that the whole QVC experience this last couple of years for me has been an absolute dream come true. 100% bucket list kind of thing. Um, I've always been a, you know, a pretty passionate presenter and I get really into the stuff that I love and I love toys. So um, I think that comes off well on camera, hopefully. Um, and the folks at QVC seem to really like it. And it is such a neat experience to go there. First of all, you got to find yourself at in Philadelphia, about 40 minutes outside of the city in a tiny little town called Westchester, which is so beautiful and green. You know, I come from California where you know, there's a few palm trees here and there and a beautiful beach, but this is like lush countryside. So beautiful in Pennsylvania there. Have you ever been to Pennsylvania? 
I have. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gosh, gorgeous, what a beautiful piece of earth. So um, I get myself to Pennsylvania and go to this studio where about 2000 people work every day. So the studios are connected to QVC corporate, um, which is a huge facility. It's amazing. It's very magnificent, very beautiful, owned by the Corate Group. I don't know if you know this or your listeners know this, but QVC, HSN, and Zulily, which is a huge play for a lot of our um, brands and toys companies in the world, is is all owned by the Curate Group. Um, and QVC is one of those subsidiaries. So it's a kind of an interesting world to be a part of. But I mean, from the hair and the makeup and getting all your stuff set up and going live on air, it, it is a whirlwind. Every time I'm there, it happens in a matter of moments. We have segments anywhere from six to eight minutes that go by seriously in a blink of an eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it is so fun. I have to say, I've never met more kind, more talented, and more like just want you to win kind of people at QVC. They're super fun. And it's so fun to be able to go on air on something so powerful of a platform And, you know, every time I go on air, which has been, gosh, almost seven times in this last year, I'm connecting with anywhere from eight to 12 million people in one viewing, which is just like out of this world insane, right? So it's our opportunity to talk about our brand. It's our opportunity to show the fun of our play foam, you know, products that we've taken on there, mostly play foam, which is so great. We we do like a really cool glow in the dark segment often where we'll turn the lights off and the play foam comes alive and really glows. And it's really, really silly and fun, but we just have a blast. Um, it's kind of like what you and I are doing right now, Phil. It's just, it's very conversational and the hosts are fantastic. They lead the charge and you're just there to play and inform the audience of what's going on with your product. And it's really interesting. But boy, once those lights pop on and you're ready to go and you see the countdown happening, it's it's a fun little jolt of energy and you get this, <laughs> this buzz about you. And as soon as you know it, it's over and you're packing it up and heading home. But um, it is an amazing experience. I've met a lot of really great people there at QVC. Um, and yeah, I, I think the toy category is an interesting play there. It's not one of their bigger categories. It is a growing category for them. Um, so we're hoping to do more and more with QVC. Um, and other opportunities just to show off our goods right on live TV. I think that seeing things live is a big medium that it continues to be a huge success for places like Zulily, Amazon Toys is now doing live feeds. You know, there's a lot of, of benefits to live content you know, not only on huge channels like QVC, but even, you know, taking what we've learned from my experience at QVC and applying that to our own Facebook channel, Educational Insights. I'm going on air, you know, maybe twice, three times a month now on our Facebook Live to talk about products that are important to us and kind of using that same formula. If we have a program or a, or a promotion that's happening, that we can direct live viewers, any audience, you know, we have anywhere from you know, maybe 20 to 1,000 people, 20 to 30,000 people watching at any given time, which is substantially less than QVC, obviously, but we do it right in our lounge where we eat our lunch. You know, it's super easy. We set up a camera and just go for it and have a lot of fun. And people seem to really uh, appreciate that kind of content and that connection that you feel when you can see people and really see the products and the people behind them. I think that adds just such a level of confidence and appreciation for the products that are presented. We are absolutely a show me industry. The customers show it to me, show me the visuals, explain it to me, connect with me on this, show me why I need it. Um, And that leads me kind of to to the, the next conversation. 
your experience with digital marketing and digital marketing campaigns, how do you track success with things like YouTube? And we're going to do a dive into some of the changes that have happened uh, with influencers and YouTube. Uh, but, but how do you track success? How do you view digital marketing? And how do you set up the plan uh, to pitch your products, to show your products and, and really engage with your customer? Sure. I think that's a great question. And Unfortunately, or fortunately for people who like me who love change, the goalposts and the objectives and oftentimes the way we can or have to measure are always evolving. Um, digital marketing continues to be the wild, wild west of there is no one template for how anybody does things successfully. I think that us here at Educational Insights, we were lucky to have some leadership that really established social media platforms long ago, blog platforms long ago, um, that we're able to now reap the benefits of now that everything is digital. You know, 80% of our customers are looking at our content on their mobile phones um, and really trying to just work backwards from who our demographic is, where they're receiving our, you know, the information that we want to send them and how they like to receive it um, is really, you know, how we can adjust and create our campaigns accordingly. Um, I think that there's, it's an interesting time to test and try new things. And thankfully the folks here at Educational Insights really get it. And I will say that was the one big benefit and reason why I came here to Educational Insights is I've worked with a lot of toy brands in my day, working with some agencies that focused in the toy industry. I got a lot of meet a lot of really amazing, innovative companies doing great stuff. Um, but it seemed as though social media and digital marketing and really having a strong email campaign, you know, all throughout the year was kind of last on the list of things to do, unfortunately, I think for a lot of companies through um, maybe the over the last 10 years, obviously the shift has happened and everybody's jumping on, but the companies that were able to establish themselves, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago, definitely have a stronger um, audience. I think the quality of audience is strong um, for folks here, like at Educational Insights, because we've, we've got that history of doing it for that long and people that have come with us along on the ride. Um, so I think that... Um, I've learned a lot about what it takes to launch products, how to treat holiday, and also try to figure out ways that we can become not just product launch, product launch, product launch, holiday kind of a situation where it's rinse and repeat of testing new things, um, going out there and working with new partners, trying new platforms that are important to our you know channels like Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives, testing those kinds of applications, um, and really just reassessing and having great reporting on what's working, what's not, knocking out the bad stuff, doing more of the good, um, and being nimble in that way. I think that this kind of job requires an extraordinary amount of creativity and flexibility um, and, you know, ways to celebrate your good and then also to understand how you failed and how you could do better um, is a big part of the gig too. But continuing to be flexible and always learning. That's why I actually love your podcast, Phil. I'm listening all the time. I know that a lot of our friends out there in the industry are just hungry for information because they get it. They understand that we have to just ever be evolving. Um, and you mentioned those YouTube changes, which just happened this, um, you know, recently, which is huge, huge news for our industry. So lots yes. of stuff to talk about. For sure. Yeah. No, no, let's, let's, let's dive into that. Cause that is a big change as of January 1st, YouTube videos that are targeted, uh, at ages 13 or under no more ads, yeah, no more wow. comments. We're, we're not blurring the line anymore between what is an ad and what is 
content. How is that changing the landscape, Lee? It's a big shift. And, and to your point, we've got to be flexible. Uh, we'll get through it. We'll figure out the, the next uh, innovation in how we market our product. But how does that change affect you? How is it affecting the toy industry landscape right now? Yeah, gosh, immediately I can tell you, um, as of yesterday, I had a deal canceled that we had you know, an influencer that was going to do some YouTube content for us. And they actually sent us a note and said, thank you so much. We, we, know, we want to continue being partners, but we have to reassess our situation right now. They have to, they're declining all deals and going back into their account and making sure that they're not going to be hindered by this or trying to prepare for what's coming. Um, so who knows what the next you know, few months might bring. But yeah, as you said, come January, these folks that have just been raking in the dough on advertisements and brands like ours who have just had such a vast audience increase um, because of their work and their content um, is going to be a big shift. And I'm interested to see what is going to happen. But yeah, like you said, no more ads generated revenue for these creators. Um, their videos will no longer be promoted to their channel subscribers. So if you have 10 million subscribers, they're no longer going to get those alerts that you have new content coming off. Um, mm. And something that I think is interesting is somebody who really tracks not only views, but engagement and the way that the YouTube algorithms work is, you know, those comments, those likes, those, you know, back and forth communications down below the videos is really how a lot of um, YouTube algorithms can promote your video. So the more comments, the more engagement you have, that tells YouTube that it's a relevant thing happening. So it kind of bumps it to the top of the heap. Um, but going forward, as of Jan 1, those comments are all disabled. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think that if I had a magic ball, and there's actually a really great article um, in the toy book that came out the other day from the folks at Brilliant PR, who we worked with at Educational Insights for uh, you know a lot over the last couple of years. They put out the, the interesting theory that there might be a shift in that a lot of the smaller up-and-coming YouTube channels might just get totally left in the dust. Sure. Um, and some of the bigger channels will continue to grow and play by the rules in their right way, but they've established themselves as a big player and they might be able to survive this storm. Um, but we see you know, people like Ryan's Toy Review they're picked up by Nickelodeon. They're creating their own content totally outside of YouTube now. So right. they've kind of diversified their income level. But a lot of a lot of creators out there right now are, are going to suffer. And it's a shame because I feel like there's so much great content out there. Um, but if anybody can agree with being authentic and making sure that kids understand the difference between real content and advertorial content is really important to us here at Educational Insights. So we we get it and we want to work with our partners and our creators to do the best through this. And uh, we're watching and listening and trying to figure out what to do next. Very good. So what do we do going forward? Small toy manufacturers in the shifting landscape. Are you looking at different uh, media outlets? Are you different looking at different ways to use YouTube to to promote influencers? What's what's the shift? What do you what are you looking at going forward? Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, just kind of like a stock portfolio or your investments, so you got to diversify. Um, <laughs> right. And I think that that really speaks to digital marketing right now is People would ask me when I had my own consulting agency of like, what's the one thing I need to be doing? You know, what's that silver bullet? What is yeah. it? There is no silver bullet. It's, it's a lot of bullets. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's a lot. Yeah. I hate to use a bullet right. analogy, but I think that, yeah, it takes a lot of slices to fill the entire pie um, to make, you know, your, your 
your digital campaigns really work for you. Um, thankfully, we have diversified long ago, so we never had our you know eggs in only just the influencer basket. Thankfully, um, they're a huge part of our basket, but um, I think that we've done very well on our own social platforms. We have an ambassador program of, you know, our hand raisers that build, we've built a community that we can reach out to whenever we need them. Um, we are testing new platforms like TikTok, which yes. I'd love to talk yeah. to you more about if you're interested in that. Let's um, do it. Yeah, yeah, which is I'm learning something new. This I have to say too, digital marketing is the perfect job for anybody who wants to try and stay hip, even though they're old and boring. <laughs> right. I, I feel so cool now. I'm like talking you, to my niece and nephews about TikTok, and I feel very hip. You um, have to yeah, learn the technology. Yeah, you know, TikTok was one that came to mind when I asked that question. So, yes, tell us about TikTok. What are you doing to use? TikTok. Um, what's the future of TikTok? These short little videos. Yeah. Um, how are you capitalizing on that? I think more than just like the fact that this is such a viral space, it's TikTok is totally different than any of the other platforms that we're working with. And for anybody who's listening that doesn't know about TikTok, TikTok is viral videos that happen that are served in a different way than a platform like Facebook or, or Instagram. On Facebook and Instagram, you know, you go around liking the pages that you like and connecting with the friends that you like, and you exist in a very tight bubble. Um, Instagram is the same, right? So you are offered up things that are similar to the things that you already like, and you kind of exist in this ecosphere that is very similar to the content that you've already done and the people that you've liked. And there's a lot of you know, fame based on beauty or um, aesthetic in platforms like Instagram that, you know, I think that bubble is bursting now too. But TikTok is really about creation, which is awesome and really speaks to us here at Educational Insights because we love to see when people make something cool. And literally kids from, you know, probably Westchester, Pennsylvania, you know, I can imagine a kid just outside of, uh, of a big town in a kind of a small town USA they can create content that generates hundreds of thousands of views, if not millions, um, with low to no budget. And it just has to be a good idea. And it gets picked up in a ton of different ways. The way that TikTok serves the content that's created is very unique. Um, and there has been some breakaway trends that have been happening. So TikTok actually used to be a app called Musical.ly. So it's all very music driven and it's videos often created to a music or um, different challenges that have been created by some big brands that have already adopted TikTok. I haven't seen a ton of toy brands in TikTok yet. But we're working on it. I'm sure tons of other brands are working on it, too. Um, if you do get a chance to check out TikTok, uh, some of my favorite brands are Chipotle is doing some really funny stuff. And then actually the New York the New York Times is doing some really funny stuff, too. So, again, it's, it's low budget quality. Like people expect it to be kind of low, low budget. doesn't have to be in a fancy studio doing stuff, but um, it's very fun. I highly recommend downloading the app and poking around and seeing you know, how you might diversify some of your social media content to reach out to some of these people that are making really cool stuff. We've, we've got a new TikTok program launching this month to support our all new Playfoam Pluffle, which is just this mesmerizing, feel good, fluffy stuff from our world of Playfoam that we're really excited to be launching this last couple of months. And um, so, yeah, that's our big first test there. And we're excited to launch that. Excellent. Excited to, to keep up with that and watch that uh, as it grows. And as you guys grow on TikTok, we'll, we'll be watching that for sure. I love it when the power of creation 
is put in the hands of the people. I think that's where real change happens. <laughs> I think that's Absolutely. where amazing things get created. Uh, when, when now we have the technology that anyone can fill in the blank, make a movie, uh, be, be an influencer, uh, create a product, right? That changes things. It changes the landscape and it can be a little bit scary, but opening up those doors for, for everyone to be able to create, um, it's just a great thing. It's I love just that, a great I thing. I love that you say that because I think creation is is kind of <clears throat> the really important meat and potatoes of of working with influencers that I think that we've kind of gotten away from. I think a lot of brands have really focused on, you know, well, this account has X amount of subscribers or this amount of followers, so I'm going to pay hmm. them this top dollar amount to just be visible to their audience without really looking at what it is that they're creating for the brands and how they're right. representing the brands and really trying to be a little bit more mindful. I know I am of like, you know, these are our creative people. Let's utilize them for the things that they can bring to our products and show them in a new light um, and really work with them, not only for the audiences that they reach, but for the content that they can provide for us. I think that, you know, we've been really nimble and, creative of how we use influencer content here at Educational Insights. You see influencer content on our product packaging now. You see it on all over our Amazon sales pages. It's we're we're really trying to leverage that in a in a unique way to, you know, make sure that the content that's being creative is is being used in every way possible and making sure that our influencers understand that not only we appreciate them for the audience that they bring to us, but the, the, the art that they're making. And it's, it's truly, a, it's an artistic form. And I think it's a really beautiful thing. And we're so, you know, honored to be able to work with so many high level creative people and, and feature their work with our products. So Lee, what I hear you saying is that it cannot be overstated how important authenticity is in this space. So as, as we close up here, the question is how do brands stay authentic given this upheaval with the FCC given the changes of technology what are your tips how do brands stay authentic when they're reaching their customers it's a great question i think there's there's got to be some soul searching in who are you as a brand what's your what's your real message and that should be centered around your target audience whether or not you're working with influencers or doing an email marketing campaign or anything like that to understand not only the whom you're speaking to, but the why you're talking to them, I think is really important. And there's a lot of really great platforms as far as the influencer space goes that can help you identify not only the influencer, but understand more about their audience, who they're speaking to, which is a huge part of what you want to know. Um, really understanding their engagement of are they really connecting with their followers or are they just posting tons of stuff all the time and just getting big numbers just because they have big numbers? Hmm. Um, so there's a lot of ways to understand that. There's some pretty cool software platforms like Meltwater or working with a great PR agency that knows this space is really important um, to really help you understand not only your objectives and your goals as a marketing team, um, but how you can dive in a little bit deeper to understand the space of influencers and the people that are authentic and doing great things out there. There are tons of them. We're so lucky to have partnered with so many of them. Um, and I, and I hope that they continue to, 
look for good opportunities that work for them. We've had some brands that have said, no, you know, this is not really what my audience is into. And I have to say, we, we appreciate that. Or we've had influencers on a huge scale that have knocked on our door to say, hey, I actually really love your, you know, my kids are obsessed with play foam. I would love to do something with you, which is like the ultimate, you know, golden ticket as a brand, right? Um, it's to have them knock on our door. So those kinds of opportunities um, really have authenticity at the center of them. And that's what we want to be all about at Educational Insights. Fantastic. Lee, you have come on today. You have uh, just expressed tremendous value to my listeners, giving them this, this insight. You, you have provided educational insights <laughs> for us today, Lee. It's all in the name, bud. Oh my gosh, amazing. that's hilarious. Amazing. You, you live and breathe this stuff, and it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. How can people reach out to you, get in touch with educational insights, get involved, and understand more about what you do? Oh my goodness. If you haven't followed me on LinkedIn, please do. I'm very active there. Love connecting with other folks in the industry. Lee Parkhurst um, on there. Um, and also have a little fun toy Instagram account, Lee Parkhurst on Instagram as well. So yeah, I'd love to field more questions. Thank you so much, Phil. This is so fun. I feel honored to be a part of the, of the Cool Kids Club on your podcast now and uh, hope we can do it again sometime soon. Absolutely. My, my pleasure. Hope to see some pictures of Pee Wee's Playhouse on your Instagram account. That's exciting stuff. Lee, thank you for coming on. It's been a blast. Thanks, Phil. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Power Kid podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe so that you never miss an episode and leave a good review on iTunes. This helps us find more great listeners just like you. Remember also to check out the other shows that are a part of the Adventure Media and Events Podcast Network family. This show is brought to you by the PowerKid Design and Development Team. We are a full-service design and development studio serving the toy and game industry for over 20 years. Our partners, large and small, rely on us for invention, concept development, packaging, branding, prototyping, and much more. You can find me on my LinkedIn page, check out the website at PowerKidDesign.com or email me directly, phil at PowerKidDesign.com. I am always happy to connect and help you develop your next great product. It's been an honor to spend this time with you today. Now go out and make something great and remember, you are creative because you were created. God bless and I'll see you next episode.